Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, NCAA champion, world champion, coming off six medals at the Short Course World Championships. Today, we're sitting down, oh, and new Austin, Texas resident. Today, we're talking yes, to Shane Casas. What's yeah, up, man? What's good? What's up? Good seeing you, dude. You look you you look good. You're tatted. You've got you've got the jewelry going on. I'm liking your style yeah. right now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. How's first of all, uh, you're in you're in my old stomping grounds, Austin, Texas, one of my favorite cities in the world. How is it? How's the how's the how's the transition to Austin? It's awesome. Uh, traffic is a little bit annoying, <laughs> but you know, like from the swimming standpoint, it's great. Eddie's Eddie's amazing. The team is amazing. So I'm yeah. just having a good time. It's only been like two weeks though, but it's been like a long two weeks for me. I'm tired of doubles and all this stuff. So I just go home and pass out and just play video games. Is so yeah. So this two weeks has the training been significantly different than what you were used to at A and M? Uh, I mean, it's definitely like. I mean, I made this comment because everybody asked me like, "Oh, how was it?" It's it's like the same. It's just the group is different, you know, like like the, the dynamic and, you know, guys are going pretty fast and a little bit faster than what I'm used to. So it's like, it's just like a good little curveball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And then we, we saw you had some results from the, your first Eddie Reese invite. How many, how many days had you been there when you raced at the Eddie Reese invite? I think, uh, okay. So we raced one weekend and I was like two practices in because I got here like Wednesday, but I wasn't cleared to practice with the team until like Friday. And then we raced on Friday. And then the Eddie Reese invite was the next Saturday. So, okay. Yeah. And then we did another meet, that dual meet that they had. Gotcha. What did you swim at the dual meet? Uh, Hunter fly, Hunter back. Um, that was Saturday. Short course was Friday. And then I just did 2am on Friday. Okay. Would you, would you go? Uh, 140.9, 2am and then 51.400 fly. I think like four, 100 back. So I, it was pretty good for like where I'm at. Like I definitely was a lot, cause I was faster the first week I got here in the hunter fly. So, but I hadn't lifted cause of like, uh, like moving and like all that stuff. So I was a little more fresh, but like, as I've started to like actually train, I'm starting to get a little, a little more flat, but that's okay. Like I'm, I came here to train and get faster. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's, let's dive in a little bit. Cause we had, we had heard bits and pieces of, you know, just your decision to transition from AM to UT, but now that I've got you here, you know, when you first decided to leave AM or to go to UT, what, I guess, which one was it? Were you wanting a new home or were you specifically wanting UT like to go train with Eddie and the guys in Austin? Oh yeah. I mean, once I heard that Eddie was coming back, that's when like the decision, Oh, I think I want to go came um, because you know, he's not going to be around forever. So I was like, dang, like if he's coming back and 
I'm wanting change. Like, I guess I should just make the decision. And instead of regretting not going, just kind of like sack up and just go for it, you know? So I, I battled that for a little bit. And uh, once I finally made the decision, then it was like super hectic. Everybody was like, Oh, where's he going? Like what's going on all this stuff. And then like, and then there was the compliance and like, you know, you have to like graduate and stuff like that. And like all the rules. And so that didn't actually work out. Cause I probably lose like, I think it was like over a year in school. So I was like, damn, I'm not trying to become a sophomore, you know? So that's when it was like, well, does he push it uh, another year and stay or go, but have to be a pro. And then I was like, okay, I think, I think I'm ready to just become a pro then and just take the risk. I think that's awesome. I mean, we, I, you know, we don't see a lot of people do that in swimming. You know, we see it a lot in yeah. other sports. Um, <clears throat> so that, that makes me curious. Do you, do you have intentions of continuing your degree at Texas or at AM, or is that just kind of on hold for you for a while? Uh, I mean, right now it's just paused, but I do plan on at least at the, at the moment, cause um, I'm still like qualified to go back and continue where I left off. So that's like pretty cool. And like, it's like paid for and everything. So like, obviously why would I not want to push for that? And you know, it's awesome being an Aggie. I, I definitely still like enjoyed like going A&M and stuff like that. So that's definitely my plan. But if anything changes, like, I guess I'll have to just go with it as it go as it comes, because right now swimming is like my priority. I know not a lot of people might agree with that, but for me, this is what I want. So this is what I'm going to go for. Again, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what you want, what you go for. It, that, that, that's great. Um, yeah. So obviously you mentioned it. It was kind of a, of a whirlwind just getting to Austin. Um, you ended up back at a and or staying in A&M for a while, training with the guys leading up to short course worlds. What was that like a training with A&M, but not actually being on the college team? Uh, yeah, at first it was, I mean, I guess because everybody assumed I was going to be transferring. I wasn't with the team. And like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, why would they train me if I'm just going to go you know, to like their biggest rivals, you know, like that. So like, I respected that decision and I trained on my own for a while. But then once I made the decision to go pro, I uh, approached Jay and Jason. And I was like, Hey, like, I'm not going to be swimming in college anymore. Like, do you think it's a problem if I swim with your pro team and can still like swim with A&M and like, you know, help them out and lead the team as best as I can. And they agreed with it because, you know, like we had a great time and I felt like I impact impacted on that team pretty well. So they opened me with open heart, open arms. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. I didn't mind it. And like the awkwardness went away. Like it was just, I can understand like if I'm transferring to another school, why they would be upset. But like, since I wasn't after all, like it was like no, no hard feelings. So like they were super supportive, which was awesome for me because I felt like kind of lonely for a little bit. I was like, damn, I'm really out here by myself swimming with like old people and like people that are like barely learn how to swim. So yeah, they really helped me out because if I wouldn't have trained with them, I probably would have swam my ass at world. So I'm glad they helped me out the way they did. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being so honest because that's uh this is so refreshing to hear, but it's like, as I'm imagining you, you're describing exactly what I was imagining, 
right? Like yeah. you're training by yourself, you're swimming with the, the old people and laugh swim, which yeah. is not easy. I think a lot of swimmers have been there and it sucks. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not fun. Um, I am. So did you, when you decided initially you wanted to transfer, did you have a conversation with Jay and uh, Jason about that? Or did, did you just kind of act act on that once you made the decision uh i mean i made the decision like mentally before i even had the conversation Mm -hmm. i it wasn't personal that's what everybody probably assumes they're like oh like how could he do this he's betraying his school all this stuff and i was like it's not personal this is business like if you want to be good in the sport you got to make the hard decision so whenever i realized i need to go not that i wanted to go i needed to go I, you know, called Eddie, all this stuff, talked to him. I talked to Jay and told him, like, I think, like, it's time. Because, I mean, me and him had the conversation all the time that at a certain point it might have to come that I had to leave to, you know, continue getting better. And I, it just came up sooner than I expected, which it sucks, yeah, but that's just part of the sport. You know, people, some people have had, like, 10 coaches changes in their career. So it just happens to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Couldn't agree more. Uh, so, so then we, we've, we've been through this, we've talked through this training, um, for short course worlds, uh, especially with AM's pro team, you know, having kind of a separate goal or, or maybe there were other AM pros that were at short course worlds as well. Um, can you describe that a little more and just how, how you prepped for that meet? Uh, prep work was same as usual, honestly, like it was crazy because at a certain point I felt like I was still like on the team. And then I guess it's like invites like, Oh yeah. Like you're not on the team. You need to continue training and stuff. And I was like, damn, like that blows. I kind of want to taper for invite and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was the same. I just worked really hard, lifted heavy, did what I could to like make up for the time that I took off after trials and then just showed up at the meet. Like, I don't know. It was crazy. It, it was a strange semester. Yeah, I, I can imagine uh, with that much change and with that much, that many moving pieces, um, yeah. you, you, you brought, good. you brought up a good point. Um, taking time after trials, uh, you swam at Olympic trials. I think, I feel like you had good results, but obviously you, you, uh, didn't make that team. So after trials, how were you feeling? Um, and, and, and what did, what did your break look like? Trials was interesting because trials was what June and um, NCAAs was, I think March. So like in those like three months, like, I don't know like what happened. Cause even at NCAAs, like I was like not in the best shape, but I still swam well and like got the job done and did what I had to do to win. But after that, I guess, I mean, I would never openly be like, oh, like it was their fault. Like it was somebody else's fault. Like I will always take the blame. I think I just like got comfortable. Like I was thinking about it because I've had months to reflect on it. And I think that I like had a really successful like invite, you know, really fast, number two time, all this stuff. And so like that helped carry the momentum. And then like NCs, I win and like do three for three and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Like everything's going great. All I had to do is just maintain and I'll still make the team. But the problem was that mindset helped me. I was too complacent. Um, and I didn't just like push that extra to like get over the hump and make the team. So 
yeah, whenever I got to trials, I got punched in the mouth, um, didn't swim well. Obviously, like I was like, there was also some technical things like I was hitting lane lines and stuff like that during races. So obviously that doesn't help. But um, I think I just let off a little too much, like even if it was just a tad and it costed me making a team. Um, but that that's how it is. Like it's in the past, like nothing's going to change now. So. Sure. So then um, coming off of trials, did you, you took a, a substantial break? Uh, I swam one meet just to like, see like kind of what was going on. Uh, I swam the hunter fly um, and I went 51 two and I was like, okay, like that's decent. That would have definitely like been a contention. So I guess that was all the closure I needed. Uh, I just swam that just to be like, oh, like I, I definitely could have, I just messed up somewhere. So I did that. And then I just took two months off. I just stopped swimming. I guess I, I lifted, ran, did all like, uh, like on land work and stuff, but I just took time away just to kind of like reset and like get over not making the team. Um, and then I think it was, I guess like September or something, there was like talks like, Oh, like you might make like the world's team. If like certain people don't accept. And I was like, damn, I need to get back in shape. Cause I was not in shape. And it took me until I th- I'm not even kidding you like December. Like I didn't even get to taper really. Cause I hadn't trained enough for the meet. So I was just like scrambling to like get back to like a, where I was like remotely. So yeah, it was crazy. I think, but I enjoyed everything that happened and um, I guess it still worked out. I, I won. I didn't perform as well as I wanted to, but I did as well as I could have in that moment, I think. Okay. So let's break that down. Uh, you didn't perform as well as you wanted to six mm-hmm. medals, two gold, three silver and a bronze. Uh, you medaled in the hundred and 200. I thought you medaled in the 50 yeah. back too. Um, no, I got seventh. It was, it was a close race. I was kind of upset with that one because I felt like I was doing well. I just kept like sucking and missing turns and stuff like that. I was like, what is wrong with me? So, so yeah. So what heading into this meet, like you said, it took you until December just to get into shape, you taper, you go there. And then how, how did you want to perform? Uh, I mean, I assumed I was like, I'm going to this meet, like I'm going to sweep, but I did not sweep. I got spanked in a couple of events. So that was humbling, but I mean, the hundred was good. I, I felt like that first 50 was crazy. I was like, let's go. And then like the being out of shape really kicked in that last 25. I, I was like about to pass out. I, I think by the time I got to the flags, like it was just momentum. And then I just like, threw my arm back and then just like glided to the wall. I was like, damn, that really hurt. A hunter had not been that painful since like I got to college and I wasn't in shape really. So yeah, my, my aerobic and all that stuff kind of went down. So I'm gonna have to fix that. And we've been fixing that here. Um, what was, I mean, you, you've been to NCs before, which is more races and less days than world champs, mm-hmm. but you were still swimming. You still had a lot of swims. You did three individuals, uh, I think at least three yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. then, uh, all the relay or, you know, four relays, five relays. Yeah. I did all of them except the four by 200, which is the one I was like the most excited for. And they were like, we need you for the two back. Like we're going to take you off. And I was like, no, please. No, I want to do that. Cause I swam two free earlier that year. And I went like 131 before, um, invite. So I was like, yes, my two free is like good. And they're like, all right, you're off the relay. I was like, damn. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so just what was it like for you managing all those swims? Um, and you know, in, in a short course meters meet, which I'm assuming you're not super familiar with. No, dude, that was like my first swimming meet ever. Like I didn't even start swimming short course meters until there was a certain point in the season where I had to swim like by myself for like compliance or some, some, some rules. And I was fine with that because I was like, Oh, I could just practice short course meters. So I think like three weeks out, I switched from yards to meters and like, I was so tired. I was like, dude, the wall's so far away, like all this stuff. And I'm glad I did though, because even at the meet, like I was still struggling with like stroke count and like how far to go off the wall and stuff like that. But, um, it was interesting, but I definitely like it more than yards, a little more swimming, which is what I like. Yeah. Why? Okay just because it's a little more swimming, you get a little more distance. Yeah. I, I think I do better. Obviously I didn't have a great long course, but I still think I'm a really good long course swimmer. I mean, uh, 51, 200, I mean, you didn't make the team, right. Which sucks, but I, I don't know, man, it still seems like you went pretty fast at trials or th- this past summer. Thank you. Yeah. But, uh, Okay. So you like short course meters. So what's, what's, what's up with ISL then? Have, have, have you been contacted by anyone in ISL? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. Honestly, like, I think like I follow an account, they follow me back, but that, I don't think that counts as like contact, but no, I'm not. ISL, I like the idea, but I don't think it's like good for like who I am. Cause I hate like traveling and like being all over the place and like just not being like somewhere just training. I'm, I hate that stuff. I'd rather just stay at home, train, go to nationals. And that's it. If that, if I could do that every single year, I would do that. That's just like how I am. Okay. That's really interesting to me because it, because you're someone who we've seen swim super fast in season, which seems very conducive to the ISL format. Do you think so they, you know, this year they did it where it's like you go to somewhere for four weeks and you do a meet every weekend, um, but it's in the same place. And then you just mm-hmm. train throughout the week. Do you think you would enjoy a format like that? Probably not. <laughs> I, I really enjoy what's going on here. So I'm not trying to already uproot and like go around stuff. I think uh, I'm just going to stick to this for now. Maybe also when it becomes a little more like, transparent and like it seems like it's gonna work out then maybe i'd think about it but right now it seems a little too skeptical for me um i'm not really gonna take that risk that risk fair enough yeah you just you just got to the best city in the world why leave <laughs> it's it's pretty nice there is definitely something like the hobo the homeless and stuff but it's not that bad you, that, you raise a great point uh there's yeah, yeah certain certainly has its uh has its issues. Um, but I, I hear you on just wanting to stay home. Um, so what if, what if you, have you done anything in Austin so far besides train and be tired? I mean, it blows that I got here like during the winter too, because it's actually been like cold. Like it's been like 30, I think it was like 29 one time. I, for, for me, I'm from Texas. So like, that's cold uh yeah i haven't done anything i just gone gone to practice got destroyed go home sleep go to practice get destroyed come home eat sleep do it again like over and over and over and over which is really fun but after a certain point i'm like dude i want to like go and do something i'm like i'm in like 
one of the most entertaining cities. Like I haven't even gone to like Barton Springs or anything. Yeah, I, I hear yeah. you. I would I would want to do stuff too. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm I mean, sure I'm, I'm cool waiting too. Once I get like used to the schedule and stuff, like I'm getting better at it. Um, I still struggle at like waking up and stuff like that and like handling like the increased swimming, but I'm getting better at it. And I feel like maybe in the next few weeks, I'll be like used to it and kind of like back to normal and like a new routine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm sure there'll be an adjustment. You're in the adjustment period. Um, mm-hmm. so, so the, these couple of weeks, who, who have you trained with specifically or, or what groups have you been in at UT? Um, I'm like, so I'm just like a middle distance guy, I guess. And, but I can dip into like sprint and stuff, but he keeps me in mid D sometimes I'll do like extra pulleys and stuff. So like a little more sprint work. And then some days he'll throw me a curveball and like, get me close to like the distance guys which like actually sucks because the higher the yardage goes like the worse I get I remember I think it was like two days ago like we started off the set and it was long course and it was just aerobic freestyle and I started like second in the lane and we went like 10 back and like as the set goes like people are getting closer and closer to catching me and I like start like like my stroke like starts falling apart and I just end up being last in the lane and I was like, I told you guys, I'm not good at this. Like, I can only just like sprint and like do threshold. But he just says that um, it just takes time mm-hmm. to get like that, like aerobic freestyle and like aerobic swimming better. Uh, I'm sure, dude, especially the way Eddie does aerobic. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, yeah it kills my shoulders. I, I can imagine. Um, is, is there anyone that you've really enjoyed swimming next to or swimming alongside or anyone who stood out to you is like, whoa, they can, they can really move. Yeah. I mean, obviously Carson and Drew are like, you know, extremely talented and they swim really fast. Kobe kicks my butt a good amount of times. I mean, the whole group is impressive. Like I would show, I showed up and I was like, oh, wow, like people can like beat me or like keep up with me and stuff like that. Um, which was kind of a shock because like after a while you get like used to like your club or like your university and you're like, all right, I can beat these people in this no matter what and all this stuff. So I, I came in like just random people just really performing really well every single day in practice. But um, I like it because it like challenges me. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to let this guy beat me. And I just start like going like super try hard. Um, but I think it's, it's a good, it's a good group of guys. I really enjoy it. And uh I'm excited for the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Shane Casas set. Do you have a favorite set? Or if you got to choose practice for one day, what, mm-hmm. what would you do? Uh, I mean, from like previous or like right now what we're doing? Yeah. Either either way. Dealer's okay. choice. Um, I mean, my favorite, because like, especially during taper and stuff like that, like I was big on like doing like 50s pace and then like, 25s fast and like swim it out and stuff like that so honestly any version of pace i think there's like two different there's like the longer rests hold faster times and then there's like the shorter rests like on like 35 and um you swim like a lot closer to like 200 pace like exactly what it would be in the race so what we've been doing here is like 350s or 450s on like 35 for freestyle for 40 for stroke and um like backstroker is I, I i don't know people's times but like for me i'd be like okay like 
if I want to come home in 480, I need to be like 24 something on backstroke. And we go to the hand now, which I used to go to the feet, which is nice because it's like a little bit faster. But I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, I don't think it matters. Like, I think if you just show up, you show up. So just something like that. And then I really enjoy just doing like 25s fast on like 20 because it's like the lactic builds up really fast and you're just training your body to just go like, I like it's like optimal, like full speed just for like four. Cause after four, there's like no way you can move if you do it correctly. Yeah. 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 That's that. Yeah. All this stuff sounds enjoyable to me. If I was, if I swam, <laughs> I, would, I would love that. No, stuff it's, too. it's definitely, it's definitely awful, but it does make me better. So I enjoy it. I enjoy the process of getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So looking ahead, <laughs> obviously the whole swimming community just got hit with the curveball with world champs in May getting postponed. Um, yeah. so where's, where's your head at after hearing that announcement? What are you thinking for the, the foreseeable future? Uh, I don't know. I, it's really unfortunate. Cause like, I don't want something like you know, the cancellation of uh, trials going on. Like, I really thought the COVID stuff would like chill out and just kind of like go away because, you know, like it's vaccines and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of annoying. I was looking forward to having a big, another qualifier and then big competition this summer because it's kind of like the summer to like prove yourself, you know, for like the guys that didn't make the team. Um, but I'm sure a new opportunity will come out of this. Something always happens, you know, just because the games got pushed back a year, like that gave people like more time to prepare. So maybe, um, maybe we're just like all in on nationals now or something. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think whenever they release like a statement, like USA swimming releases, like their plans, I think a lot of like clarity will come and people can kind of like start pushing for one thing. But as of right now, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just training to just get faster. You're just, you're just moving in, sticking at home <laughs> and getting yeah. faster. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're, I'm going to, I'm going to close this interview out with <clears throat> hopefully something a little fun. We've been doing, we've been playing a game. I guess it's just called this or that. Uh, so you've lived in, uh, in Aggie land in college station. And now yeah. you're in Austin. You haven't been in Austin for long, but. I'm just going to, you know, give you a few, uh, quick fire questions and you can say which one you'd rather do in what city. Um, okay. So first off, go to, a, go to a sporting event, Austin or college station. College station. <laughs> Obviously he's an Aggie. Yeah. Uh, which, which, which place would you rather get breakfast? Austin. Good call. Good call. Um, have you had any sensational breakfasts in Austin yet? Um, not really just like tacos or I, there's this place close by. I mean, uh, Will and I went to eat breakfast there. Um, damn, I actually don't know the name of it, but it was really good. So yeah, it, it I, was really good. I believe it. Uh, yeah. best place to have an outdoor practice. Outdoor. Uh, definitely here. That, that pool is pretty sick. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, damn, this is fire. I can get used to this. I was going to say, are you swimming in the outdoor pool now? Dude, we've been swimming like even when it's like 40 degrees because 
for some reason there's like masters and then i think like the girls team is there so eddie's like let's go outside and everybody's like okay okay sure love it um best place to have an indoor practice honestly i don't know man because I guess if it's quick, I, I'd probably say College Station just because I'm so used to it. But I love both pools. I think it's strange. I just feel like they have like superpowers and I can swim fast in both of them. But I've had faster swims in the College Station pool. So I'll say College Station. All right. All right. Last one. Best place to have uh, winter training or a big training cycle? Actually, I'd say College Station only because during the winter, it becomes an actual like, ghost town and i hate traffic and i hate when people are like in my way and stuff like that and i just want to go home um because basically call station during the holidays or like the winter time it's like a huge city built for like 100k whatever 200k people but then it gets like cut down to like 10,000 because it's just like football and then like any like olympic sports that are still there so i'd actually say call station because like, like, dude, you're going to be too tired to like go and do anything anyway. So I don't care if the city's cool. Like I just go home and then take a nap because I'm tired. That was a great answer. Yeah, great I think answer. that's the best answer. Yeah, <laughs> nobody can refute me on that. Absolutely. Um, dude, well, Shane, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to sit down and chat. Any any parting thoughts before we sign off today? No, I'm just uh, excited for the future. Uh, I know the there's a lot of great things coming um, just to look out for that. And uh, that's it. I don't know until next time. You've been listening to the swim swim podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take swim swim podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.